from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Good morning, live from America family. That's right, it is Tuesday, July 20th, year of our wonderful Lord and Savior, 2021. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. Welcome to Live from America, folks. I got a great, great show, as always, lined up for you. So make sure that you use this time wisely. To get as many people, as many eyeballs and eardrums on the show as possible. It's great that uh, I see that before we even start the show, we got about a thousand people waiting, which is truly incredible. Um, Jim says, Welcome from the great state of Arkansas. Uh, shout out, Jim. I appreciate that. And uh, yes, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, right? Who knows? We'll see. It's got some people who love her, some people who don't, but either way. Right now, folks, get this out. Get it out to everybody. Share it in your groups. Uh, if you're watching on Rumble, hello, God bless. If you're watching on YouTube, same thing. Hello, God bless. And if you choose to watch on Roku, God bless you and thank you for growing that Roku channel as well. If you have Roku or if you're looking to get Roku, you can easily get a Roku box pretty much anywhere. You can download the app and look up the channel LFA TV. And there is a space between the two. LFA space. TV, you'll find the channel, you can download it, and you can watch live shows and recorded shows um, on the Roku device or the Roku channel. So, um, And also, there's plenty of people who, who listen to the podcast who don't watch the show, but listen on Radio.com or TuneIn or RSS Feed or iHeartRadio. So, you know, there's however you get your Live from America uh, daily show, I want to say thank you very much for doing that. God bless you. And I appreciate it. But let's go to Rumble real quick. You know what? Let's go to YouTube first. We never go to YouTube first. Heidi Pfeiffer is watching. I mean, Heidi Pfeiffer. (laughs) Pfeiffer, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer. It's not very many last names like that. Get them mixed up. Brandy P. from Riverbank, California. Trumplican here. We love you, Jeremy Harrell, hip-hop patriot. Thank you so much. I love you too, Brandy. Misty Keller. She says, good morning. Live from America from GA. And uh, we've got Mark Fenner watching from Long Island. G-Cat. From the great state of Michigan, Robert, I mean, excuse me, Robin Shapinsky is watching, and Regina Johnson from Oklahoma is also watching. Kelly Bruno is joining us on YouTube. She says, good morning, peeps. Well, good morning to you too, Kelly, and thank you for joining in. And a couple more here. We've got Judy Heinold. She says, good morning from Green Bay, Virginia. I didn't even know. There was a Green Bay, Virginia, but now I do. So thank you very much, Judy, for joining in, and uh, your 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 daily viewership is definitely appreciated. And let's see, Barbara Hirsch, John Edwards, and Christy Burns are all watching. Now let's go over to Rumble real quick. Um, you know what's one thing what's great before I start giving some shout-outs on Rumble? I see we got some uh, birthdays in the house, by the way, is that you guys start all chatting and, like, blessing each other and, uh, you know, uh, saying prayers for one another before I even start the show. I mean, how cool is that to come into you know what i mean uh mystic soul says good morning everybody we've got patriot says good morning from oklahoma i guess it's nancy's birthday so happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday dear nancy happy birthday to you god bless you nancy i hope you have a great 
great birthday. We've got LeBaron is watching from North Carolina. North Kakalaki is in the building. Good morning, live from America Family. Jessica from Illinois, not Illinois, right? Illinois. We've got Alicia Wida says, I don't know how Jeremy keeps up these comments, can be so fast. And I know, it's, I, I, I just, I'm trained to do it after so, so many years of doing this now. Uh, but yeah, big shout out to Nancy and happy birthday. Angie from PA, do not forget, I know we're already starting this audit process, but go to um, audittheVotePA.com. And we've got Josh watching from upstate New York. I know we got Corn Pop in the building and Ron Cox from Thornton, Colorado. Shout out to you. God bless you guys all for watching. Please make sure that everybody else you know is also watching. And remember, why be a dum-dum when you can be a smarty? Don't be a dum-dum. Watch Life from America. Be a smarty. Don't be a don swamp donkey dum-dum. And you can get these shirts on JeremyHerald.com as well. All right, I'd also like to give a big shout-out to Linda Majaya, Linda and Sam. Um, great people. Met them in Virginia and uh, continue to be great supporters of the show. And i um, like to shout-out Jennifer Colligan and Janet Garcia-Bello, who answered this morning's newsletter with some great email, uh, some great stuff in an email for me. So thank you both, Jennifer and Janet. I would like to ask for prayers for Adele K. I don't know Adele's last name, but um, you know uh, she asked for prayers, so we, we want to pray for Adele and uh, any hardships that she's going through, and any uh, any advice that that God can give her when she's leaning on Him. We ask for that to happen, and and Adele, just know that we're praying for you. And also like to ask for prayers for uh, Vicky Schaefer, who's watching on YouTube. Her neighbor's daughter, whose name is Jamie. Her husband died suddenly last night, and he's only he was only in his 30s. I cannot even imagine an untimely death like that. And again, for, for the parents of, of, of this young man, I cannot imagine losing a son. So many of you who are watching the show right now have lost family members, have lost children even. And uh, my heart goes out to all of you because I could never, ever imagine dealing with such, such tragedy. So big, big, big praying. Big praying and big prayers go out to uh, to Adele and to to Jamie and her um, her late husband. Now, um, just very sad. Um, but I'd like to also thank a couple other people, um, Barb and Jim Peters. Barb and Jim Peters have been watching the show for a while and have sent in things before. I believe even sent in some donations. But what they just sent me, what or at least what I just opened, I don't know how long it's been here because I've had some some. Uh, packages piling up for, for, for a little while now. Um, but what they just sent me was probably one of my favorite things that I've ever gotten and, and how important it is, uh, because it was the first one ever made. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll show you quickly here and I'll read the back what it says. Try not to cover anything, but check that out. The second amendment, of course it reads what the second amendment is up top. And it's, uh, it's, from Barb and Jim Peters, produced by Timothy Danner and painted by Jim Peters, and says, We bought you this plaque, which is the very first one produced of, it, of this design in this company's shop. There is a number one cut on the back of the plaque. We hope you enjoy it. We think of we think we couldn't think of anyone more deserving. Thank you for your total commitment to God, Jesus, and saving our country. And they personalized it to me. What an amazing gift, Barb and Jim. I'll cherish it. God bless you. And thank you so much. You guys, um, there's so many things that you guys send. The Live from America studio that I have up in my house right now. Wooden crosses, plaques, paintings. I mean, my house definitely looks like um, a fan a fan house uh, of some celebrity or something. But it's it's... 
I, I gotta, I can't just throw the stuff away. You know what I mean? I gotta, I gotta display the stuff you guys send me. So running out of spots in the studio, running out of spots at home, but I just called a new uh, building today for a new studio. So let's hope that works out. Let's pray that that works out. And I would also like to thank Jerry and Carol Shuyank. I hope I say that right. Shuyank. Um, they sent me these great bookmarks pertaining to salvation and God's missions and a whole bunch of these bookmarks that I can't wait to, to hand out and give away when they're on the road when we're on the road but I'd also like to read to you what they wrote me because some of this stuff is so very very generous and nice it says dear Jeremy we wanted to take a moment to thank you for live from America my husband and I listen to your program nearly every day at least once and a lot of times twice we appreciate the truth and keeping up with what's going on as we no longer watch news. And I've been hearing that from thousands of people lately. We're, uh, we're so sorry to have missed you on your visit to Holland, Michigan, as we were only a few miles away in Grand Rapids. Uh, however, we were camping when you came here. A couple of months ago, we became monthly donors. Thank you guys so much. You have no idea uh, how much that means to me. We are so happy that you share Christ on your show and that you send out Bibles. Here are some bookmarks you can send out with the Bibles. Keep up with God's work. Blessings, Jen, J uh, Jerry, and Carol. And yeah, I'll definitely send some out with Bibles, but I'll bring some with me too because I'll be bringing Bibles with me on the live from America, Save America Freedom Tour uh, to hand out to people personally. And maybe we can go through some verses um, when I hand you those Bibles. It's gonna be it's gonna be truly incredible. Um, all right, folks, I think that's that's everything for the beginning of the show, and now the best time of the show, and that is when we turn our attention to the Lord, when we turn our attention to God. And you know what? There's many people who watch this show who are not Christian, who are not uh, in any way, shape, or form uh, tied to any kind of faith, who still love this part of the show and say the Lord's Prayer with, uh, with us. So, it's pretty great. Um, this morning, I titled the newsletter, You Are a Product of Your Own Environment. You're a product... Of your environment. And the verse of the day comes from Proverbs. Now I've been telling you I've been reading Proverbs lately. Uh, Proverbs 13.20 as a matter of fact. And it says, Walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get in trouble. Boy, I'm sure most of us can relate to that, right? Walk with the wise and get wise, but walk with the fool and get in trouble? I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that. And here's what I wrote. Unfortunately for most of us, this, isn't a or this is a hindsight 2020 situation. I walked with fools, and other fools walked with me for most of my adult life. When I got into trouble at 17 years of age, I had no idea how deep of a hole I was digging. 99% of the trouble I've ever gotten into was because I was associating with fools. Wisdom didn't really come until I made right, until I was made right in the eyes of the Lord. Quote, famous Bible, Bible verse, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. However, the funny thing is, if you asked me if I would go back and change any of it, I would tell you no. Why? Because God brings us through trials for many reasons. I did not know what my reason was until about a year and a half ago, but now looking back on everything, it all makes sense. I know why God brought me through the mud. I am grateful for that period in my life because it gave me true wisdom. It allowed me to gain wisdom through experience. 
It allowed me to develop very tough skin, and it gave me training on how to bring, help bring others through that very same mud pit. I identify very much with the Apostle Paul. His, tr his transformation was a lot like mine. God showed me things that I could not deny. Believe me, I tried. I resisted like the left does when their TDS Trump derangement syndrome kicks in. I fought. I pulled away. I tried to ignore it. But when God calls, he is very persistent. They say your past doesn't define who you are. You hear that all the time in motivational speaks, uh, speeches and stuff like that. They say your, pa your, your past doesn't define who you are. That is a lie to make people feel better about the bad or wrong things that they have done. In fact, your past is the very thing that defines who you are. Embrace what you have done and embrace what you have been through. It's a majestic gift of God that allows your wisdom to shine through. Again, folks, wisdom is stuff that it, wisdom is not IQ. Wisdom is not how smart you are. Wisdom is something very different. Remember that. Those who run from their past are constantly going to be rerouted like a GPS does when you go by your destination. Accept who you are. Accept who God made you to be. Embrace your past so that you can move forward with God's plans for your future. Your days of walking with fools stops today. If you are out there and you know that you are walking with fools, if you know that you're fraternizing with trouble, then it stops today. Make that line in the sand. Draw that line in the sand and stop it right now. Okay? You have the power to do that. Follow the wisdom and the words of Jesus Christ to the best of your ability and watch what happens. In Jesus' name, can I get an amen? And um, again, folks, there's a lot of people who would debate me on that about your past doesn't define who you are, but they would be looking at it from a very different perspective. And I don't think they'd be looking at it from a biblical perspective. I think we should. I think our past defines exactly who we are because our past experiences is what gives us wisdom for the future. And if you walk with God and you've been made right in the eyes of the Lord, then it's heavenly wisdom that you're working with, with uh, through uh, the Holy Spirit. So, woo, some 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 deep stuff there, huh, folks? Uh, again, I wouldn't change a thing that I've done in my past, and if I could change anything, um, it it would probably be to spend more time. Um, with my two, my first two children, uh, because they would always come up, Dad, look what I made for you, look what I made for you, and I'd be like, oh, that's great, go play, when they were first born, you know, like, first few years of their lives, and that would might be the only thing I would change. As far as the mistakes that I made, I'd keep every single one of them. Keep every single one of them. Bargain Queen on Rumble says, but don't beat yourself up for your past sins once you are saved. 100% right. Once you're saved, those are gone. Those are gone. So look at those things in a different light than you did before you were saved. And now, folks, the Lord's Prayer. Please remove your hat. And if you can, do not be shy. Do not be shy. Have some, have some heavenly courage and say the Lord's Prayer out loud with all of us right now. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. So we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. 
Amen. And Lori says, God uses our past, but he, def but he defines us. We are his children. That is our defining quality. You are 100% correct. I agree with you there as well. I agree with you there. And um, Douglas says, you need to drop those evil communications. It's another thing that I agree with. Well, you guys are all so great and so smart. You have such great, wise, inspiring uh, advice to give to others. All right, folks, we are ready to start the first and foremost section on Live from America. So if you have not done so yet, please reach down and click the like button on YouTube or click that plus sign on Rumble because we are now approaching 105,000 Rumbles. And also uh, share the video out, copy the link, do whatever you got to do, get it to your social media platforms because here we go. First and foremost section of today is also going to be the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day and we're going to give it to none other than the Sniffer and Thieves Administration. Not so much the sniffer and thief, because I don't think he knows what he's doing outside of sniffing any person that he comes in contact with. Maybe playing with some crayons and drooling on his bib, uh, but the administration as a whole gets the dum-dum award of the day today. And for this reason right here. They are constantly, and when I mean they, I'm talking about Tony, the rat face, master swamp rat Fauci, the CDC, the FBI, the DOJ, the CIA, the NSA. I'm talking about the top brass at the Pentagon. I'm talking about everybody that, 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 that works with or works under the umbrella of the Biden regime. Um, blaming the new fake Delta variant on the unvaccinated while letting in fake illegal aliens who are completely infected with COVID by the thousands. That's the top first and foremost story of today. They, think about what's happening right now. This Biden, and they will pay for it all. Trust me when I say that this evil, they will get their justification. They will get their justice, I should say, because nothing they're doing is justified. Nothing is backed by science, nothing is backed by logic, and nothing is backed by common sense or loyalty to the law of the land. As a matter of fact, everything is upside down, nothing makes sense, all of it is out of whack, all of it is illegal, and none of it respects the law of the land, which is the law of the people. So the Biden administration, working with people like Gavin Newsom and Gretchen Whitmer and all these other uh, completely communist woke governors, they've worked together to lock you down, to tear your business apart, to tear your children's future apart, to add depression to your family, anxiety to your family, stress to your family, um, monetary loss to your family. I could keep going for days on what they've done. Remember, the cure can't be worse than the, uh, the actual disease. Well, that happened. But they're constantly doing that to you, the American taxpayer, the American person who has inherent rights by God from sea to shining sea, from the northern to the southern border. They're locking you down and they're blaming you for the spread of the new Delta variant. Meanwhile, they're actively letting in tens of thousands of COVID-infected illegal aliens from non-war-torn countries who are not running away from oppression, but running to free money, free health care, free way of life, which is not free because there is no free, which is all paid for by you. So not only are you being locked down, but you're getting a double backhand in the face from the Biden regime by these folks allowing these tens of thousands of 
looked a lot like middle-aged military-ready men with COVID into the United States, not giving them COVID vaccines, not giving them COVID tests, but giving them money and free plane tickets to go wherever they want in the United States while locking you down and blaming you, the unvaccinated, for the COVID Delta variant and the Lambda variant and the Bicata Trappa variant and whatever other uh, Roman uh, name they want to give the next variant. And they're going to keep doing it. Why? Because we've let them. Because we've let them. There's so many of us who have who, who, who refused to stand up when it was imperative that we stand up. Now, meanwhile, while they're allowing the thousands and thousands of infected illegal aliens from non-war-torn countries not fleeing oppression into our country and locking all of us down while they're spreading the COVID disease, they're also flagging you for any kind of misinformation dealing with COVID. So I'm wondering what classifies as misinformation. Does false information that goes against their narrative from the CDC, is that do we classify that as misinformation? Or do we classify any information that's coming from people who happen to identify with the right-wing political spectrum of this country? Anything they say, are we calling that misinformation? I'm getting very confused here because I'm hearing very, very different information coming from people on the left that, if we said it, would be labeled as misinformation. You don't believe me? Okay. Uh, let's bring up your um, the, the, the murdering uh, sexual assault king governor from New York, Andrew Cuomo. Let's listen to what Andrew Cuomo says about the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And this is very recently, by the way. Pull this tape up here. Because you have the vaccine. I am vaccinated. You may not be vaccinated, but you don't pose a risk to me hmm. because I am vaccinated. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What did he just say? Get the vaccination. Because if you're vaccinated and I'm vaccinated, then you don't pose a risk to me being unvaccinated. Okay. Okay, then why is 60% of the people hospitalized in Europe, in England over the last 10 to 12 days, why are they testing positive when they've got the double dose of the Fauci uh, shot? That's kind of odd. But wait, why, are, why is L.A. County locking back down again? I thought if the majority of them are vaccinated, then we don't have nothing to worry about, according to... According to the murderer, the murdering, uh, you know, sex assault king of the world, he's a high-profile Democrat. He got five million dollars for his the way he the way he acted as the governor of New York during a pandemic, right? He's so knowledgeable. But what he's saying seems to not be the same as the. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Let's listen to him a little longer, shall we? So if you are vaccinated, huh? What are you worrying about? Now, the huh. other question is the effective rate of the vaccine, which is 80, 90%, whatever it is. He got that wrong, too. He got that wrong, too. So not only is he getting the percentages wrong, which I actually got banned on YouTube before for saying percentages that were off by like 0.05%. He's off by about 5%, not 0.05. He's off by about 5%. 
when, when it comes to what he just said about the effectiveness of the vaccine, at least according to the CDC. So not only is he misinforming the public that way, he's also, according to the CDC and these new lockdown rules from the, from the uh, suggestions from the WHO and everybody, he's also lying about the vaccinated not being able to catch anything. So what are they complaining about and why are they waging a war on the unvaccinated? Let's listen to this idiot just a little longer, shall we? So if you're concerned about that, get a vaccine. Oh, yeah. Well, there'll be unvaccinated people. That's their problem. Mm. They have to worry about That's our problem. We have to worry about it as he chuckles and smiles through his lying teeth. We have to worry about that. Catching COVID. Not you. Let's take one more. I cut you off. I'm sorry. Okay, um, I just, vaccination status is not going to be checked, like, when you're getting a ticket at the door. It will not be checked, uh, but uh, I think during this period of COVID, people have acted uh, honorably and... Except for you. Except for you. And with integrity. Except for you. If you're not vaccinated, there will be signs that say... Wear a mask if you are not vaccinated. So I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to drag his lying, murderous, sexual assaulting voice out any longer than I have to because all I really hear is... But what I also heard was a bunch of misinformation, at least according to the CDC. And, you know, Tony the Fraud... Ratface Fauci and the Biden regime and all of them, they're all singing very different tunes. So my question is this. Why is that video still on YouTube? Anybody? Why is that video still allowed to be on YouTube? Doesn't really make much sense, right? That's misinformation, and that is leading to people's deaths, isn't it? So that video, I am calling for, for YouTube to take that video down. Because that video is misleading the public. And it could cause to mass deaths. <laughs> it's all fake news. It's phony stuff. It didn't happen. Oh, wow. That was a gem, by the way. That, that was a gem to find. Because that's exactly the, the hypocrisy that we're living with in this country right now. It's exactly the hypocrisy we're living with. All right, folks, going to take a quick break, grab, uh, refill your coffee, fill whatever it is you're drinking on. We'll be back with more Live from America right after this. But this is where I'm going to come to social media, guys, because I, I, I told you that during these, um, you know, these, these commercial breaks that, that digital TV is going to want on Real America's Voice, that I would, I would take this opportunity to not only, you know, promote patriotic products, but also to come to you guys in the chat and talk to you a little bit. So uh, Alicia White says, lies are allowed, truth is blocked. Exactly. Mary says, what about the people who survived COVID? Do they get a card? Hey, that's a good question. Since they got all these antibodies built up, right? Uh, Regina says, I'm so sick of these criminals not being locked up. Don't worry. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. When they, when they do fall, when Rudy Giuliani is looked back at as a hero of this country for starting the drain of the swamp just like he drained the mob, uh, you're going to see it all happen really fast. Uh, Ricky says, Cuomo is... The news is fake. Fake news. And um, uh, let's see. Why is he not charged for all the deaths he caused, says Chick73? I'm wondering the same thing. Why is he not charged? Well, he supposedly got some questions asked to him by the investigators in, in New York. So so we'll see. Um, no, they have to get the shot. I, I, I won't have a guitar lesson today at 3.30. <laughs> 
And why not have antibodies test? Why don't we have an antibodies test? That's a good question as well. See, this is why I like I like engaging with you guys during these these so-called commercial breaks um, because we we you guys ask some really good questions that I that I have not thought of yet. Um, I can't do another lockdown, says C Ward One. Then don't. Then don't do another lockdown. Go. You know what we should do? We should start a petition where we go around our neighborhood and 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 get uh, people to sign on to the petition. That says I will not. I refuse to be locked down ever again. And Brown says what? Brown seven seven six three says what's going on with Larry Elder? Well, California is trying to keep his name off the voting um, the uh, the voting roll, but uh, he's filing today to have it put on, and he's he's within his right to do so because they're just trying to keep him off because they know he's super popular. And uh, one more here we'll read from um, a Pelosi spokesperson tested positive according to Fox. Well, quarantine Pelosi too. Get her out of there. What's going on with Kamala Harris? Cackling Kamala. Shouldn't be she be quarantined? Shouldn't shouldn't they all be in Biden's basement? Talking about how they're going to take over the world together? When really they don't know what's about to hit them? <laughs> Trump is going to come back with a vengeance, ladies and gentlemen. Well, before we go back, I do want to bring up uh, my pillow again. Uh, see here? Check this out. The Giza Dream Sheets, uh, two for two for one with the promo code LFA. The My Pillow Mattress Topper. Uh, save 30% off and get two free standard my pillows with the promo code LFA. And the six-piece my pillow set is fr- down from 109 to 44.98 with the my uh, the LFA promo code. So guys, make sure you you not only support Mike Lindell but you help support Life from America. If you buy anything from my pillow, make sure you put in the LFA promo code. All right, we are back on Live from America, folks. And uh, during, if, you, if you're watching the show, if you end up watching the show on TV and you're not watching it on social media, uh, you know, maybe having it up on social media is not a bad idea, too, because we get to talk back and forth. The viewers of the show get to ask questions, and I get to answer them if I see them in time. If I see them in time. All right, folks, we're going to move right on to minority leader Kevin McCoward, also known as Kevin McCarthy, who is doing a terrible job as the minority leader in the House of Representatives for the Republicans. He is nothing but a coward. He's nothing but a rhino. He sleeps with Frank Luntz. They have bed bunk, uh, bed, bunk beds together like stepbrothers, and they remind me of the uh, John C. Riley and Will Ferrell of politics. Both of them do. Uh, both not worth my time, not worth my money, and not worth my conversation. However, since Kevin McCoward is the minority leader in the House of Representatives, we do got to bring up the things that he does when he does finally do something. Unfortunately, what he's doing right now, I don't agree with. And I'm going to tell you why I don't agree with it. Okay, If I did agree with what he was doing, then I would agree with who he picked. But I don't agree with what he's doing, so I don't agree with who he picked. Okay, But Kevin McCoward has just announced that he will appoint five Republicans um, to sit on Stretch Face Armstrong's January 6th committee. Now, there's going to be 13 members on that board. That means that only five of them are going to be Republicans. Hmm. That means eight of them are going to be Democrats. But it also means that Nancy Pelosi, Stretch Face Armstrong herself, put this committee together on her own rules within, outside of, of, of her ability to do so because the Republicans already shot it down. And President Trump has been right when he has said, put your pens down. Stop voting, stop working until we figure out what the heck is really going on here. Until we figure out 
What the heck is going on with all of these audits, all of these audits, and everything else that Biden is illegally doing, and how they're circumventing the and going around the filibuster and illegally putting things in through reconciliation that they're not supposed to do? The Republicans have already said no to a January sixth commission. So Nancy Pelosi, in her stretch face, Armstrong swamp donkey fashion, decided, well, I'm going to do it on my own because I feel like I am a king. You are not a king. You're not a queen. You're not even a human being. You're a very, very evil, evil, evil person who keeps somehow getting elected even though nobody wants you there. However, she's decided to unilaterally make a January 6th commission. So then Kevin McCarthy comes along, Kevin McCoward, and says, okay, I'm going to appoint the following Republicans to be on this committee. All right? Uh, Jim Jordan of Ohio. I love him. Jim Banks of Indiana. Troy Nels of Texas, Kelly Armstrong of North Dakota, and Rodney Davis of Illinois. Yay! Where's the cheers? Yay! But all I hear is... Because I don't think that he should have put anybody on that commission. Why? Because it's not going to be used to have them there anyway. They're constantly going to be sh- um, shut down. They're constantly going to be silenced. You're constantly going to hear whoever the chairman of that of that committee is knocking. Uh, 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 I claim my time. I reclaim my time. I reclaim my time. Will the gentle lady? Will the Jenny concede? Will the gentleman concede? Will the gentle lady give up her time? Will the gen- uh, reclaim my time? It's going to be nothing but a crap show. And why even put them on there? Why even put them on there? Why even have these Republicans on a committee that you've already voted to not have? I get it. People are going to say, well, they're needed on there because we've got to have some kind of balance. No, there's going to be no balance. There's going to be no balance. There's going to be no fair and balanced uh, committee hearings. There's going to be no fair and balanced discussion. There's going to be no fair and balanced debate. So why put them there? My suggestion is let them go have their stupid little January 6th committee. Let them debate. Let them try to do anything they want. And we'll cross the bridge when we come to it if they try to do something that they, sh- that they illegally can't do. But this is the problem. They're doing things that they illegally, that, that are illegal, that are outside the rules, outside of the laws. And they're constantly getting away with it. And why are they constantly getting away with it? I'll tell you why they're constantly getting away with it. Because people like Kevin McCoward and Mitch McChina don't do anything. They are literally the worst Republicans on planet Earth today, is Kevin McCoward and Mitch McChina. Now, I could say that, I could argue that Mom Jean's Mitt Romney is a worse Republican, but Mom Jean's Mitt Romney isn't in the position of power that Kevin McCarthy is, and Mom Jean's Mitt Romney is not in the power position that Mitch McChina is in. So why even put... I, I, I got to tell you what, man, I am so fed up with the Republican Party. They need to get Kevin McCoward out of that seat. They need to vote him out of that seat ASAP. And if you got to put Trump in there while he's running a campaign, put him in there. Because Trump doesn't have to win a House seat. All he has to do is be the most popular Republican, which he is, and they can vote him in and get Kevin McCoward out of there. The guy is a worthless loser when it comes to his job. Now, he may be a child of God and loved by God just as much as you and I are, just as much as God even loves Nancy Pelosi. But the fact of the matter is, he's got a job to do, and he's not doing his job. So, get him out of there. Stop putting Republicans on these committees that shouldn't be a committee to begin with, and they're not going to get anything done. Okay, because these Republicans like Jim Jordan, they're going to go in and they're going to ask the right questions. Trust me, he'll ask the right questions, but they won't get the right answer. And if they even push hard to get a right answer or an answer that that, that we all need to hear, 
the, the chairman or the chairwoman of that committee will smash their stupid little gavel and, and lock it down faster than you can say committee. There's no reason for these Republicans to be on this committee, period. And that's why this guy's got to go. This guy has got to go. Let them go have their stupid little, you know, Democrat-only meeting. Let them have their TDS committee all they want. Let them talk until their faces turn as blue as they vote. I don't care. Stop. You don't have to play the game, is, is what I'm trying to say. You don't have to play this game. So, that's my take on it. P. Janney says, uh, put Jim Jordan or Matt Gates as the leader of the House. I'm down for that. Let's do that. And Rick Lilly says, call China Boy Kevin's office, 661-327-3611. All right, let's call it. Let's call it. 661-327-3611. This is why I like having the freedom of a show like this. Just do whatever we feel like, right? Let's see who answers. I'll send you a fax. Our mailing address is 4100 Empire Drive, Suite 150, Bakersfield, California, 933. Your address is Frank Lund's apartment. Don't lie. www.kevinmccarthy.house.gov, <clears throat> where you will find the option to email the congressman by selecting the contact tab. Thank you again for calling, and have a great day. Hello, uh, Leader McCarthy. Uh, this is Jeremy Harrell, live from America. We've got you live on air right now with, uh, you know, thousands of people watching. And all of us are hardcore uh, Republicans and not GOP, GNP. And we're all wondering why you constantly cave to Nancy Pelosi, why you constantly cave to Chuck Schumer, and why you constantly cave to Mitch McChina, meanwhile, all the while trying to get the favor of President Trump. Everybody sees through you like a glass window. We do not have any faith in you. We don't hate you. We just don't have any faith in your leadership in the Republican Party anymore. And that is growing by the day. And you putting on any Republicans to Nancy Pelosi's um, illegal January 6th commission that was not voted on by Republicans to us is a sign of weakness and to us shows that you're playing right into their game and playing right into their hands. Please start acting like a Republican. Stop acting like a rhino. Please do your job and stand up for we the people. Yeah, I'll be satisfied. I'll be satisfied. If you're satisfied, press one. There you go. I don't care. Look, folks, these people have phone numbers that are public now, uh, a public directory, so that you can call them and, and air your grievances. Okay, you don't have to call these people and be like, "Hi, sir. Um, I was just wondering if there." No, you don't have to do that. You don't have to be. You, you can be very bold. You can be very firm without calling anybody names or anything like that. And I didn't call him a rhino, but I said, "Stop acting like a rhino and start acting like a Republican who cares for we the people." I am so sick and tired of these people um, getting away with it. And the reason why they get away with it is because they have no opposition from their own parties. They have zero opposition from their own parties. I challenge Sean Hannity the next time, and I love Sean, 
I love Sean, I love Tucker. Invite Kevin McCoward on your show and hold him to task like that. Stop being the stop be, stop doing what the Fox News um, regime wants you to do. Okay? And I get it. These guys are pretty independent people. They have their own shows. They pretty much do what they want on their own show. I get it 100%. But I always hear the same crap coming from these talk show hosts to people like Kevin McCoward rather than holding him accountable for the job that he's not doing. That's what we want to see. That's what we the people want. And again, this isn't causing divide in the Republican Party. He's dividing the Republican Party by not doing the job that we want him to do. And I'll be, you know what, if I'm going to sit here and just allow these people to do it, at least without airing my grievances. So, uh, anyway, I want to show you a video about cri uh, critical race theory, folks, because this really bothered me as well. So what I'm about to show you is a video of a college professor um, literally belittling a student for not agreeing with critical race theory. The problem is he's belittling and he's demeaning and he's, and he's making a black student feel that he should, should call uh, white people racist or should say that white people have white privilege. And the student clearly doesn't want to do it. He clearly doesn't want to go there. He's clearly not a racist like the Democratic Party would have you, uh, um, want you to believe. He's clearly not that. But it doesn't stop this, it doesn't stop this college professor from continuing to basically call him out and embarrass him in front of the class. Check this out. This is, this is disgusting. Yeah, which one of these two guys? From your view of the world. I don't think anybody what off the surface level if everything's exactly wait hang on you think they're going to get treated fairly so for those who are watching on youtube what you see is a college professor in front of a bunch of people in the in the classroom or in the in the uh the stadium theater seating and he's got uh a, a young black gentleman on this side on a, uh sitting at a table and over here he's got a black man and a white man who are both um the, the, the exercise here is that both of them are applying for a job, both of them have the exact same resume, but the white dude has had a background of felonies, and the black dude has had a great background, but the white dude would still get the job. And he's berating this black uh, student into saying that the white guy would get the job just because he's white. That's what's going on here for the f folks who can't see it. What kind so, of an activist so are you, hold on. Are they going to be treated fairly? I don't know. I want to think it all the way through. Because, I mean, there's other, there's too much, there's too much to look at off the surface and just be like, who's going to be treated unfairly? I don't know what exactly they're applying for or what it is that they're trying to go for, but I can't. They're applying for the say, exact same jobs, my friend. Okay, okay. They're exactly the same, my friend. Their no. resumes are the same. Everything is the same about them. They're just going in and applying for the job. Are they going to get treated the same way? At this point, he's bullying this student into answering the way he wants him to answer, as opposed to letting this student take the information in, have questions, to talk about it, and then have a, and then have the student uh, have an opinion on the matter on his own. He's not allowing him to have the opinion on his own. He's persuading him, berating him, and bullying him into having the opinion of the liberal TDS teacher. This is America. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold you. No. But it's uh, I'm not gonna hold you. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no for now. But the way you're how diff uh, how how you gotta take into account also the type of person that's interviewing them. Number one, 
who's interviewing them, what type of people they are, what type of place that they're interviewing at, what type of company they're interviewing Okay, here, for. let me help you with that. Man, you sound like a, you don't sound like a critical race guy. You sound like a conservative white guy who doesn't. You hear what he just said? You don't sound like a critical race guy. You sound like a conservative white guy. Excuse me, I didn't, and this, and this takes me back, hold on, I want to I just come back on the camera here. For, so this takes me back to something, and I'll, I'll play more of the video here in a second. But this takes me back to something that somebody said to me a long time ago when I first started doing hip-hop music, okay? And when you're in, and hip-hop is not, I shouldn't say music, I first started doing rap music in the hip-hop culture. What a lot of people don't understand is hip-hop is a culture, it's not a music. Okay, hip hop is a culture that music exists in, which is typically, you know, rap music mixed with some pop and but there's a culture of hip hop, right? And I can remember I embraced that culture. I dressed a certain way, I acted a certain way. And um somebody said something to me once and I'll never forget it. They said, "Why are you acting black?" I said, "What?" I said, "Why are you acting black?" I said, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, look at you, the way you talk, the way you dress, you're just acting black. I said, I didn't know you could act a color. How do I act purple? What if I want to act yellow tomorrow? How do I do that? How do I act blue? By the way, Google act blue and you'll see that's a big, big, uh, you know, big fraud that the government pulls money in through Black Lives Matter and Antifa donations and sends it through act blue and gives Democratic candidates money for their campaigns. But that's neither here nor there. How do I act a certain color? I never understood that question. And, and that's basically what this guy's saying. Well, you don't sound like a CRT guy. You sound like a white conservative. You mean he sounds like he's conservative with conservative values? Why did you have to say a white conservative? Are you trying to imply that all conservatives are white? But this is what they do. This is their brainwashing, folks. This is the disgustingness of the left. Let me continue this video. any racism like well i'm not really sure which one's gonna get discriminated against this is an experimental study we send them in we see how many callbacks they get it's really basic who's going to be the most desirable candidate well it's going to be the white guy without a felony record not hold on there's another video here we go because for many americans my friend many americans think that all things being equal if they're exactly the same People aren't going to discriminate because discrimination is a thing that happened in the past. Okay, well, here, let me show you the data. So here it is. The white guy, this is a percent receiving callbacks. The white guy without a criminal record. So you get the gist, you get the gist of it. Now what he's doing is he's pulling up some kind of uh, study that shows that white people with backgrounds that are you know filled with felonies get jobs over black people who don't have backgrounds. But these are all liberal graphics, and, and he's probably pulling them from the 1980s, to be honest with you. Long story short, you don't need to watch the video any further to know that that college professor is racist. He's not allowing any kind of critical thinking because again critical thinking is one thing critical race theory is another thing gotta allow some critical thinking in colleges you gotta allow these students you gotta give them the option to decide which way they want to go down which road they want to take but they don't do that in schools anymore they they haven't done that in universities for a long time but that kind of critical race theory is being taught all the way down to kindergarten right now and what you just saw was him bullying a black kid to act black I don't, this, it drives me nuts. It makes me so angry. It makes me so, so, so angry. And um, we're going to talk more about race as this, uh, 
as uh, maybe maybe next week. I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have a friend of mine come on, and we're gonna talk about race together. And he's a one of my best friends. I'd take a bullet for this guy, and he'd do the same for me. Love him, love his family. Um, happens to be black. Guess what? Married to a white lady. So what happens to their kids? Are their kids no longer accepted by the Black Lives Matter community? Uh, is their mom racist because she's white? We're going to have that discussion, and I, and I can't wait to have him come on. Um, but anyway, folks, moving on. Let's, let's, I need to take a drink of coffee here quick. Let's take a, let's take a quick, quick, quick break before we get into the, to the next thing because <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to go through. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. And folks, um, I'm going to go to the chat here real quick. Uh, maybe they should stop having race on applications. Exactly. Why, why should you have to put that you're black, white, Hispanic, or anything else? Okay. Um, Alicia White says, makes my skin crawl. This is horrible. Uh, Bargain Queen answered the question that I was about to answer. It's Penn State. Um, Chick73 says, makes me sick. And Carla Rowe on YouTube says, yes, we are conservatives and proud parents. Steve Derry says, Suge Knight wouldn't agree with that. <laughs> exactly. But I don't think Suge Knight's opinion really matters much anymore. <laughs> As he hung vanilla ice over a, uh, over a balcony for the stuff like that. Um, Becky80 says, you go, Jeremy. And uh, let's see... Um, Bobby Driver says, call the school and get him fired. Most of these folks have tenure. You can't fire them. They're allowed to just be racist. And, um, Larry on YouTube says, this country has gone down the road of socialism, communism, and needs to hit a major... I, I, I agree with you 100%. I agree with you 100%. And Melly says, outraged. It's capital letters and exclamation points. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to get back to it here. And we're live back here on Live from America from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. Let's talk about NPR for a minute. Now, NPR is National Public Radio, right? National Public Radio gets all of your taxpayer money. And why do they get your taxpayer money? They get your taxpayer money to operate. If it wasn't for our money going to National Public Radio, then National Public Radio would not exist. So because they get taxpayer money and because their very existence relies on your taxpayer money, then they should not be able to be a biased station. They should give you facts from both sides. They should give you opinions from both sides and they should let you decide. But NPR has never been that. NPR, National Public Radio, or any of your public radios in your own state have always been granola crunching, tree hugging liberals who can't stand conservatives. Nobody's ever put a stop to it. And now NPR is basically running attack ads and attack campaigns on people like the Daily Caller, the Daily Mail, um, uh, um, the uh, New York Post. They're basically running attack ads on conservative, small to medium-sized outlets. Gateway Pundit, Epic Times. They're literally calling for Facebook. Get this. NPR is calling for Facebook to slow down the traffic or to remove pages of their basically competition when it comes to small to medium-sized outlets. They want their competition stopped, just like the Democrats are doing. And we talked about this yesterday. You go down this road, and you start going down the road of Adolf Hitler. You start going down the road of Nazi Germany, because that's exactly what they did. And it's exactly what every dictator does. But now, since... 
you know, monkey see, monkey do, since the Biden sniffing administration can do it, well, then so can we. So other businesses, other companies, and even taxpayer-funded NPR, NPR Radio, are now pulling out full attack ads on other media companies that happen to be right-wing because they're saying that they're putting out fake news, when really it's because they're getting killed in ratings. Nobody listens to them anymore. The only people that listen to them are people who haven't bathed in four years. Those are the only people that listen to National Public Radio. So they got to do something, right? they got to do something. So what do they do? They go on the attack to conservative media. Now, um, and speaking of taxpayer funding, I wrote this down too. Democrats are running things through reconciliation so they don't have to wait on Republicans to vote, including, ladies and gentlemen, uh, not adding in the Hyde Amendment in this new infrastructure bill, which keeps taxpayers from paying for people's abortions. So now you're going through reconciliation and not through voting, which it should be done through. Taxpayers are going to be funding abortions and taxpayers are still going to be funding NPR, which puts out attack ads against conservatives. So I figured I would uh, do a quick reenactment of what NPR is actually like every time you turn it on. So let's go ahead and this is what it sounds like. Ready? Welcome back to NPR, National Public Radio. My name is Sven, and I'm here to tell you about the atrocities of January 6th. 2021. In the studio with me here on National Public Radio, I have my friend with me by the name of Sky. Sky, please say hello. Hello. Yes, the January 6th atrocities were due to white nationalism and white supremacy by Trump supporting MAGA, Make America Great Again, white Nazis. The danger to this Sven is incredible. Yes, here on NPR, we look for your donations, and we thank you all for your farmer's markets and <laughs> No wonder nobody listens to you. Nobody wants to feel like they're getting a brain aneurysm in the middle of an elevator, okay? That, nobody wants to hear that. Every single time you go on there, it's... The... And welcome back. We here at NPR... We snub our noses at the conservatives of this world. <laughs> Lame. Ah. Nobody cares. Oh, I can't stand it. Anyway, that's where your taxpayer dollars are going, folks. To abortions and to national public radio. All right, one thing you didn't expect me to do, and that's highlight the Catholic Church. I am going to give the Catholic Church... Major props this morning, and I think you guys would all do the same thing. The Catholic Church and Bishop Peter Baldacino in New Mexico actually stood up for Christianity in a big way last Saturday, and i got to give the Catholic Church some big props for this. Um, is that a real commercial? <laughs> no, that was just me making fun and trolling and NPR. But the Catholic Church did something big for Christianity on Saturday, and what was that? Well, Bishop Peter Baldacino in New Mexico denied, I repeat, ladies and gentlemen, denied communion to Democratic State Senator Joe Cervantes. 
And Joe Cervantes actually quickly took to Twitter and complained about how the Catholic Church denied him communion. Now, this is in Las Cruces, New Mexico. And the reason why he was denied communion was because of his and Joe Biden's views and the Democratic Party's views on abortion. How they're openly promoting it, openly accepting it, openly want everybody to get an abortion. Get your abortion today. You get an abortion, you get a free vaccine. We're giving out free abortions at Planned Parenthood if you get a vaccine. Come on in, kill your baby, get a vaccine, and head on out for the day. Have a great one. So, I got to give it to Bishop Peter, and man, this was a bold move. This is the first time we've seen something like this. And again, I told you, the church, regardless of it's the Catholic Church, the Presbyterian Church, the Baptist Church, whatever, the church needs to get off the fence and start standing up in this world for Christianity. And that was a big, bold move by Bishop Peter. So shout out to Bishop Peter Baldacino. And if you are in the Las Cruces, New Mexico area, reach out to him, tell him that you support what he did, and maybe even try to ask him if he'd like to come on the show, because I would love to have a bishop from the Catholic Church on Live from America. We would have some great, great conversations, some good debate, but all in all, it would be fun, and I think it would be educational, and I'd love to have somebody like that on. Maybe he's too high for this kind of show. I don't know, but we'll see. Also, folks, I do want to tell you that tomorrow at 11 a.m., we're going to have candidate Joe Blystone from OHIO. If you are watching from Ohio and you love Joe Blystone, and if you have some people that are supporting him and they've never seen Live from America, make sure you invite them tomorrow because we're going to have Joe Blystone on Live from America. It'll be at 11.30, so be halfway into the show. We're going to bring him on. We're going to promote him. We're going to talk about what he's doing. We're going to see what he what his idea is for Ohio what his future plans are if he were to become governor um, but from what I understand Ohioans love Joe Blystone everybody that I talk to from the great state of OHIO says they love this guy he deserves to be governor so we're going to have him on tomorrow at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time do not miss it all right, folks, uh, we're going to uh, talk about two great things, and then we're going to end the show. The first time, we're going to give the Smarty Award, so let's go ahead and cue that drum roll, please. Today, July 20th, 2021, the Smarty Award is going to go to Arizona State Senator Wendy Rogers because she is the personification, ladies and gentlemen, of Courage is Contagious. Wendy Rogers has been getting hit left and right from all of Nancy Pelosi's arrows in her quiver and the entire Democratic Party. She's been calling out people left and right, but recently she's called out Fox News' Brett Baer saying that he is nothing but fake, false news. That was false and fake and never happened. All right, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to bring this story up real quick because um, I'd like you guys, if you can see the screen, to read through it with me. But this is, again, Arizona State Senator Wendy Rogers. And why she gets the Smarty Award of the day today is going to be for her series of tweets. So we're going to scroll down to her tweets. Let's start reading some of them, shall we? Here's number one. Recall the fraudulent electors. Here's the next one. All the real patriots check in. Hashtag activate, hashtag save America. She then goes on to say, Brett Baer is fake news. Brett Baer just dismissed the findings of the Cyber Ninjas by referencing a statement from at Maricopa Vote, which is the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. Uh, Supervisors. Wendy says, it's time to stop watching Fox News. You can watch Tucker Carlson clips online like the rest of us. Basically, stop giving Fox News money by keeping it on your channel. 
She says, watch the clips that you like later and don't give them money. I love her. She's, she's going nuts here uh, in a good way. She says, why are all these supposed conservative people in the power just sitting on their hands? Huh, Kevin McCoward? Get in the fight, she says. Then she says, don't be a politician. Um, don't be the politician left holding the bag when this fraud is proven nationwide. There is still time to get with the program and do the right thing. And she says this, there are several senators who agree with me. We need everyone to get on board because this is too important. My favorite thing, ladies and gentlemen, that she said on this entire thread of, uh, of, of tweets was when she called out Brett Baer. That's the kind of stuff that we need to do. That's the kind of courage that we're talking about. So she gets the Smarty Award of the Day today. Now, another story that I was going to tell you guys yesterday that I completely, I don't know how I got, I went over the story yesterday. But it's very important, and that is uh, Tom, Tom Wren's lawsuit against the CDC. This is huge. I can't believe I missed this story yesterday. So we all know by now that former U.S. Attorney Tom Wren's has filed a lawsuit against the CDC and VAERS for underreporting their numbers. And I told you that I did not read the lawsuit, but I was going to read it, and I was going to get to the bottom of how this whole thing came to play. Where is the evidence coming from that supports that 50,000 people have died from the vaccine? And I found out. I figured it out, folks. Just did some research. A little bit of research. So let me break it down for you. So right now, the Thomas Renz is saying that there's 50,000, at least 50,000 deaths from the COVID vaccine. Okay? Theirs is reporting about 10% of that as deaths from COVID, which, by the way, is still astronomically high. Because even if you had 10% of 50,000, you're talking 5,000. It's even more than that on the on the VAERS website. But that is still thousands more than all the years of 2007 all the way to 2020 combined from deaths from vaccines. So even if it was only 10%, it's still astronomically high. But check this out. The reason why we're getting these numbers and the reason why this entire lawsuit exists was because a whistleblower from the CDC broke this news and came to them and others. So Dr. Lee Merritt, who is a, uh, a, um, a wonderful, intelligently smart doctor, a woman doctor, says that it's 100% true. She said she has... She, uh, not that the, the, the number's true, but, but what the whistleblower is saying is true. And what the whistleblower is saying is theirs is making it look like when you go to look at theirs, there's one reporting that says that there's and, and it's anywhere between six to 9,000 deaths right now. Okay, that's what VAERS is saying. But she says everybody goes to that one reporting method. But VAERS has at least 11 different reporting platforms that they report that they report deaths on. She said, so you need to add all those 11 different reporting um, uh, platforms together. And she said, even then, she said the VAERS reporting system is so far behind she said that there's probably only about 10 to 20% of the actual cases even reported to VAERS. So she's saying that the numbers that VAERS is reporting is, is probably only 10% of what actually is happening. And on top of that, they have 11 different sites where they report different deaths on that are all related to COVID vaccine deaths. So they're manipulating you. They're not only manipulating you, but they're, misrepresentate, they're misrepresenting the amount of deaths because they don't have all the information in yet from doctors about the deaths. But then she said, and <laughs> she said she's seen these different sites before. Dr. 
Lee Merritt. But then she said that she asked one of the one of she didn't say his name, but she said she asked one of the prominent doctors in the world who's been working with COVID vaccine issues and COVID deaths, and asked him if he reported it to VARES. And his answer to her was, "What's VARES?" She asked one of the major number one doctors in the world who are working on this right now if he's reported the latest COVID vaccine deaths to the VARES, um, to, to, to CDC and VARES, and he says, what's VARES? Didn't even know what it was. Didn't even know what it was. And he's supposed to be reporting COVID vaccine deaths to that, spe- that specific um, uh, division. So if he doesn't know it, and he's some prominent, well-known doctor, then I guarantee thousands of doctors don't know about it. And not only do thousands of doctors not know about it, but thousands more doctors haven't even reported it yet. So folks, we're looking at a possibility of upwards of 50 to 100, and she said even maybe 500,000 deaths from the COVID vaccine. But that's just her speculation based on stuff that she has seen. Now, I know people who've got the vaccine, and they're not dead. But I also know people who've had ma- major complications from the vaccine. And I've talked to people who know people who have died from the vaccine. Just like I talked to people who said that they've known people who've died from the COVID itself. So folks, long story short, if you're waiting to get this vaccine, there's nothing wrong with that. If you got it already, that was your choice. I'm not here to say that that's wrong or right. What I am here to do is tell you facts that are coming out about it. And I'm glad that I had not taken it. And I'm glad that other people who haven't taken it haven't taken it. Because the best thing to do is wait. I know some people are stuck between a rock and a hard place with this issue. And they have to take it or they can't go back to work. I get that too. I get that too. And, and I'm just, I, I'm, I'm sorry for that. But that's where we are, folks. We're talking at least 50,000 deaths that, Tom, that Thomas Renz is, is saying happened because of the whistleblower from the CDC. Better not, better not put out who that whistleblower is. They're going to kill him too. Mm. crazy stuff going on folks anyway that's going to do it for today's live from america thank you so very much for watching thank you for sharing um you can continue to share the video afterwards and get it out to as many people as possible information is power and i just want to thank you remember why be a dum-dum when you can be a smarty see what i'm saying there are right ways and there are wrong ways but there is only one yahweh so stand up tall keep your shoulders back keep your chest out keep your head up high Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. And I will see you tonight, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, for more Live from America, right here from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. And remember, tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time, we got Joe Blystone from Ohio coming on the show. Can't wait. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Reach one, teach one, spread the gospel, and I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern Time.